So now we've spent most of the day developing mindfulness of the body and mindfulness of what's happening in our hearts and minds. I'd like to at least touch into another dimension of mindfulness practice, of insight practice, which brings in discernment, brings in understanding, to recognize whether what we're experiencing is supportive of more ease, more happiness, more peace, or not. And if it's not, to take steps to change what we're doing. Or if we can't change the externals, at least change our inner relationship to it. And I want to emphasize the importance of this quality of discernment. Because another pretty common misunderstanding of mindfulness, especially as it becomes more mainstream, is that it's just about being passively with whatever's happening. So I've heard people give instructions where they say, just be with it, just be with it, just be with it, just be with it, don't try to change anything. And it's true, this is a very important first step. We're restraining the compulsion to fix and to interfere and to react to our experience so that we can see it as clearly as possible. We can see what's happening and we can see how we're relating to it. But then, once we have some clarity about that, we bring in wisdom, the wisdom to understand whether something, in fact, does need to be changed. Now, again, we can't always change what's happening out there. But what we can change is how we're relating to what's happening. So a huge part of these teachings involve training in how to let go of unskillful mental states, states such as aversion, irritation, anger, despair, lust, jealousy, and so on, and instead how to actively cultivate skillful states, skillful states such as generosity, kindness, compassion, appreciative joy, equanimity, and so on. Now, some of you might have recognized in that list of skillful states the four Brahmavihara heart qualities. These are specific skillful states of heart and mind that we can train in through particular approaches to meditation that can help to strengthen kindness, compassion, appreciative joy, equanimity. And that's what I'd like to do now, to begin exploring some metta or kindness practice. And this meditation strengthens a foundational attitude of goodwill, of friendliness, of care, of warmth, of kindness. So I think most of you have done some kind of formal metta or kindness practice before. Is that true? Has anybody never done any guided metta practice? Great. So you know that the way it's usually done is through what I call reciting phrases method of practice, where we silently repeat phrases of well-wishing, and we offer those phrases to different categories of beings, starting with where the metta comes most easily. Traditionally, that's ourselves, and then what's known as a benefactor, then a good friend, a neutral person, a so-called difficult person, and then all beings everywhere. 
So that's the most common way of doing this practice. But this afternoon, I'd like to ease in slowly and offer what I think of as almost like a pre-meta practice, almost like a warming up of that meta state so that we can gently prime the heart and mind and hopefully it won't feel like too much of a stretch. So when we move into the guided meditation in a few moments, I mostly won't be offering phrases. I'll start by inviting you just to settle into being here and to tune into any aspects of your experience in this moment that are slightly pleasant. Or if you can't find anything pleasant, neutral experiences are fine. So just very simple things might be the feeling of your feet in contact with the floor or just the softness of clothing somewhere against your skin. Might be the temperature of the air in here if that's pleasant for you. Could be an overall feeling of settledness and well-being. They're just very simple, immediate experiences that are subtly pleasant. Because generally speaking, it's easier to connect with kindness if we have some experience of ease and well-being. So I'll invite you to notice what's subtly pleasant and then I'll drop in a few suggestions just to sort of flavor the awareness with metta. And I say flavor it in the sense of, it's almost like a fragrance that we're just sort of gently wafting through. We're aware of it, but we don't have to try and make it happen. So we're attuning to an energetic resonance, a very fine vibration of warmth, of kindness, of care, not necessarily with words or images or memories. Then after you've explored that for a little while, you can let it, either extend it naturally into whatever meta practice you're used to or just let it go and come back to the breathing or sound. So that's the overview. I invite you just to bring an attitude of kind curiosity as we settle into some meta practice together. <laughs> 